Welcome to Minnesota Ghost Stories Podcast. My name is Jeremiah Pierce and I will be your host. Do you enjoy sitting around with your friends talking about ghost stories, UFOs, or just the unexplained? That's what we're here for. Minnesota Ghost Stories is where people like you and I share our stories. Real people telling real stories. I would like to welcome Lisa to the show. Thanks for sharing your story with us today. Okay, so I have a story from about four years ago. Um, we lived on the northeast side of St. Cloud over by Wilson Park. Um, me and my husband, he's my boyfriend at the time, uh, moved into a house in May or June of, let's see, 2009, 2010. We moved into a house over there. And uh, upon moving in, um, what it was is the landlord was just renting the unit out because, you know, he met the girl of his dreams. So they had another house. So they were going to rent out this one before they sold it. They were going to fix it up. And uh, while we were living there the first couple of months, so the landlord could turn around and sell it, and we were going to buy it. Well, the first couple of weeks that we were there, nothing really happened. It felt kind of creepy, new places, new scenery, new everything. And uh, one day, I'm laying in my bed, taking a nap, and our bedroom door slammed shut. It was a hard slam. I got up, ran downstairs, and I told my husband about it. He goes, oh, must be the wind. And I go, how is it the wind? There's... No windows open, no doors, no nothing. All the house is drafty. Don't worry about it. Okay. Didn't take a nap that day. Too scared. Well, son, who was about three and a half at the time, had his bedroom was in the back room. And I'd put him to bed at night, and he would cry and cry and cry and scream and cry that he didn't want to be in there. I go, why? Why don't you want to be in here? And he goes, well, my pillow talks to me. And I go, your pillow? I go, that's not real. Just lay down and go to sleep. Wouldn't sleep in there. Every night it was the same thing. It was either his pillow or there was a baby deer inside his room. So finally I gave into it and I let him sleep with his older sister because they had previously shared a room. And everything was good. <clears throat> and then my daughter started saying things like there was someone in her room. Um, her closet door would just open by itself. Didn't believe her. She was you know, a preteen, like to make things up. Well, one night, me and my husband are asleep in the upstairs bedroom. We have the baby in there with us. And our Jack Russell Terrier, probably about midnight, one o'clock in the morning, is laying under the crib, growling, viciously growling. So I wake up and I look at him and go, what are you doing? What are you seeing? And he's just growling, wouldn't acknowledge me. Husband wakes up, tells him to get back in bed. The dog gets back in bed. So I keep saying to my husband, I'm like, this house is haunted. There's something wrong with it. I don't know. And he's like, no, it's all in your head. Don't worry about it. I'm like, no, I'm scared. I don't like to be here. I want to move. And he's like, well, if you want to leave, just leave. I'm like, okay, whatever. So I start looking for apartments, and then I figure, yeah, it might just all be in my head. David would play in his room. That was my my four-year-old, three-and-a-half, four-year-old, would play in his room during the day, but he would not sleep in there at night. One day, I get up, I go get the laundry out of the dryer, 
And every time I'm in that basement, I am creeped out, just creeped out like somebody's standing behind me. And I bring the laundry upstairs, and I have one of those puffy couches, you know, where the back's really puffed out and the cushions are really puffy. So I don't normally sit my laundry basket on there unless the ottoman's pushed up to it. So I tuck it all in. And I go wake up the kids, and I come back out, and the laundry basket is on the floor with the clothes. At this point, I'm screaming, and I'm yelling for whatever's in the house to get out of the house. I tell my husband about it again. He tells me I'm crazy. There's nothing there. I'm like, okay. So a couple months later, we have a little get-together at our house, and the neighbors are all over, and... We're talking, having a good time, and I went into the house, and the neighbor boy goes, can I come in your house? Oh, well, sure. So he comes in my house. He goes, yeah, I haven't been over here since when that happened. And I go, what happened? And he goes, oh, you don't know? No. What are you talking about? Oh, I just wanted to look in your house. Aren't you creeped out? And I go, why am I creeped out? What? And he goes, oh, go talk to my mom. So I go, and I talk to his mom, and I say, hey, what happened? Why does he think that I should be creeped out? She goes, oh, the last owner, the guy that you're renting from, well, when he bought the house, he bought it because the lady in the house had died. And I go, where did she die? She died in my son's bedroom. So then that creeps me out. I went up to my husband and I said, why did, did you know that somebody died in the house? And he goes, yeah, me and the landlord knew about it, but we decided not to tell you. And I'm like, so the house is haunted. That's great. So I went. I got some holy water, brought it home. I was going to bless the house. I'm laying in bed one night, and I wake up to see my husband standing over my son's crib. And I go, what are you doing? He goes, I just blessed every corner of this house, and I drew crosses on each one of you and the children. And I'm like, what happened? Well, nothing happened. I just figured that. You know, it would calm me down just a little bit. So the next morning I wake up and I go, why did you do that? He goes, well, I was just sitting in the basement trying to make contact with what's ever here. And I got nothing. And I figured that I would just bless every corner of the house and all of you and you will be fine. Nothing happened since. So we finished out our two, three years there. um, Moved out. Everything was fine. Nothing happened after he did that so then you know someone the landlord comes in fixes up the whole house makes it awesome we would have bought it if we would have saw what he was doing to it and uh first couple moves in they make it a year they move out the next couple it was a a newly married couple with a child move in make it a year they move out Right now they are on their third tenant who hasn't been there that long. And the only reason I know this is because I'm still friends with the neighbors around that house. But, yeah, so that's that's where I'm at. It is crazy. And I just wonder if the minute that we left that house, did it come back? And I've always wanted to go there and ask them. But it's kind of crazy to just walk up to somebody's house and go, hey, Anything weird happening in here? Let me tell you my story. That's wrong, but yeah, it's weird. So, 
what do you do you think your husband actually saw something i do because okay for somebody to sit there and tell you that there's nothing wrong there's nothing wrong there's nothing wrong to in the middle of the night blessing the whole house and every quarter in the house and person what do you think he might have seen or heard or something i don't know i think that something happened because okay i was not a big partier back then I didn't really do anything so I was a lame person and I went to bed at eight o'clock every night okay because I was tired but he used to stay up every single night you know so I think either something happened and then he decided to try to contact it and something bad happened and then he decided to do it something had to have scared him so much for him to do that because why why would you grab the holy water why, why would you try yeah why would you try to do that if something didn't happen cuz you you didn't you went yeah why would you try to contact right. something you don't exactly. even believe in so why would you try to try, why would you try to protect the place if there's nothing there yeah that's interesting right uh yeah and i tried i tried to do my research i tried to go online and see who lived in the house it was what I know from the neighbors, it was an elderly woman, and she was taking care of her handicapped son. And that she just, you know, gracefully passed away one night. I don't know anything else, but yeah, it's that, so that, weird. That, I want to know, you though. You had a preteen daughter. How old was your daughter at that time? Oh, gosh, okay. 12, 13, maybe. Like, 14. I believe when we were talking before... Uh, messaging back and forth i had mentioned something about the, the poltergeist phenomena mm-hmm. um where where yep. teen girls going through puberty and stuff they tend to they tend to have more uh stressors in their life because they're going through puberty and whatnot and uh mm-hmm. and so that that always that kind of always brings brings my attention to that phenomena could it could it just be something that uh your daughter might have been doing and not knowing it you, you, you know i have um, no idea because that that's that's just crazy, uh, and so whenever I hear preteen or or whatever, I always like, could it be something something mm-hmm. that phenomena, you know, um, and uh, it and, could and be. it could not be, it, you know, it might not be, you know, you, you know, the <clears throat> maybe that woman loved that place, you know, and she and she was just hanging out, maybe, yeah, but I that, don't know, that, and and that's crazy, I don't know. so so. When we went to go look at the house to rent it, because it was listed on Craigslist, um, every, well, it was my daughter's bedroom that she had. That one was furnished. The one that my other son had was not. But I'm sure that he was in the process of moving out. So, but I found that kind of odd. I'm like, why is there nothing in this room? Why was the, why was the rest of it furnished, but not that one? Mm-hmm. Mm, that, that that that's really crazy and and spooky as heck i mean dog your dog's sitting there barking mm-hmm. and everything you know they they say dogs and animals can pick up on on that stuff more, you know yeah yeah that was my kicker okay so that that's when i knew that there was something not right was the dog because for if it was, you know, my other son saying, oh, my pillow is talking to me. Oh, there's right. a baby deer in my room, you know, this and that. To me, that's just, I don't want to sleep in my room. 
kind of thing in my head. But then when the dog was growling and whatever in the middle of the night, that was crazy. So, I couldn't write that one off in the laundry basket. The laundry basket would scare the heck out of me because it's sitting there and you've sat the laundry basket there yep. many, many times, I'm sure. And Yep, and I pushed the ottoman up so right, it would then, not fall. And then to There's have it no reason. over on the floor. Yep, because it gave it an extra okay. foot and a half. So a good shove off the ottoman. Yep. They were everywhere. Like, it wasn't on, like, the TV or anything, but it was all over the floor. Like, something picked up the basket and dumped yeah, it out. That, that's scary. Did anything else ever happen? Mm-hmm. No. No, like, no. cupboards or nothing scary like that? That freaked me out. No. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> the cupboards. If I would have walked into the house and the and the um kitchen chairs yeah. were stacked on top yeah. of each other, I would have been out. All my personal yeah. stuff would still <laughs> right. be in there and I'd be out. It, it, you know, just the uh, that, that type of stuff just, just baffles me. Um because you, you can't explain mm-hmm. it. You, you know, it's like there's no reason right. for that basket to be dumped over and the clothes strewn about. Uh there's there's no reason there's no right. reason for that dog and to be barking as something that wasn't there. Right. And if you're going to rent out a house, you know, I get that he told my husband right. that somebody had died there. But if there was something happening there, maybe you should tell them that too. Because you got some right. people who like that and want that, you know. And then you got other people who are just like, I right. just want to live my life. Yeah, it's crazy. It's not like you were out looking for something. Then, mm-hmm. You know, I almost, you, yeah. if your husband would have told you that someone died in the house, would you have still rented the place, you think? Um, I would have asked certain questions, right. like, is it haunted? <laughs> okay, that doesn't bother me right. if somebody dies right. in a house, because people die every day, okay? What would bother me is not knowing if you know, was, okay. Right. Is it haunted? Like, that would be the only question that I would ask. And if you said yes, then I'd be like, then it's a no-go. If they said no, I'd be like, yeah, let's try it out. Before you move in. Or move out, I mean. Yeah. Before me? No, the person, so the person died right before you moved in. Okay, it was the lady and her son, okay, and then she died. And then... The landlord that gotcha. we had for it yep. purchased it. And then he said he was getting married. They were moving into a different house. And they needed to rent it out because they yep. were going to fix it up and sell it. And he was only there for a couple of years. I went back and I looked at the purchase history. Anything. Oh, I'm sure. You know, and it's like, you would think you'd have to I... disclose this stuff, you know? I looked it up. I think it's only a couple certain states that actually have to disclose that somebody died in a house. That's nuts. And mm-hmm. well, and then my husband, he wanted me to buy the house that's down over by St. Cloud State where a whole family was butchered. I'm not lying. Okay? His friends still live there. They bought it after that happened. They fixed it up, okay? And then they all lived there cuz they just got out of high school, whatever. It was a party house. And then the guy wanted to sell it 
and they still own it, my husband's friends. And I was like, hey, you want to buy this house? I go, I would not live there in a million years. I go, I was a child when I saw what happened there. No. Not going to happen. No. <laughs> it... Well, it's nice uh, in there. I don't yeah. care if it's nice or not. That That's interesting. Um... And I don't, that was probably about, what am I, I'm 36, so I had to have been about seven at the time. And I don't know if you're listeners, but if they remember a family butchering, yeah, that's the only one. Interesting. <laughs> I can give you that address and, later. And I, I would love to go over to that house in Wilson by Wilson Park and knock on the door and, and ask them. Um, I, I, I personally plan on, on doing that at some point. Uh, I like what you said though before, but even if they say no, it'll you know plant a little thing in their yeah. head to go, oh my yeah. gosh. That happened, and that happened, right. and that happened. And you know, because sometimes you don't realize things are happening, because you, because your mind is closed off to mm-hmm. it. But once your mind is opened up to it, you right. start to see things. You, you start to notice. Mm-hmm. So yeah, be kind of interesting. Long, long get shot, you know. Yeah, it would. It, go, go ahead. And then I, I tried, I tried contacting a paranormal investigator. They just never returned um, my calls. I'll see if I can give this address over to uh, another paranormal investigator too. Maybe, maybe they've heard things about this house too. You know, um, yeah. That would be I, cool. I know, no, I've been contacted by a couple here, so. Um, yeah, I would like for my husband to prove that right. I am not crazy. <laughs> shove it in his face, be like, "Look, taps right? ain't got exactly. nothing on this." <laughs> But that uh, gotta call Grant, Grant Wilson. Grant Wilson will come over and, and uh, solve solve the case. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Never happened oh, in a small town though. Not not in the not in the Midwest anyway. I mean, it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not in the Midwest. They'd be like, "It's too haunted in the Midwest. We right? can't go there." You know, but I guess I don't know. My biggest thing was. You know, they had three yeah. people move in and like, move out. We've lived here in this house since okay. 2015. And if you look yep. at this, I gave you the address, but if you look at the sell right. and purchase date, they're all one year. And, and you wonder why, like why, what, what's going on? You know, you don't know the story, you know, you don't know why they moved out, mm-hmm. you know? And okay. So here's the deal. We rented that house for 1050. When we wanted to move, they dropped okay. it to nine fifty. Okay, and then so you can't tell me that a house that sold—I mean, unless you have super bad credit—but a house that sold for a hundred and eighteen thousand dollars, you have a payment right. higher than nine fifty. The one guy worked at the hospital, so there's no reason why you couldn't right. keep up with the bills. Even if it's at nine fifty or ten fifty, that's a pretty that's a pretty cheap price. Right. Yeah, and that's a rental price. That's not even a house payment. The house right. payment could be like six fifty. Exactly. You never was. know. Man, because I I mean I know what I know what we pay for a mm-hmm. mortgage here. I mean obviously we're in Sartell, but uh, you know it's like yeah, you just want the answers. So so what is so what would you right. like to you know? Do you want to know if the place is haunted? Yeah, I do. I w- okay, so right. I know what happened to me. 
do I know for sure if they came back in whatever? It could be financial reasons. It could be, you know, they just don't like the area, whatever. But I find it odd that three people have come into that house in that short amount of and have left. No. Right. But, I mean, at the same time, if it came back, I just want to know, you know, is it still haunted? Is it malicious? Is it a poltergeist? Is it just a regular, you know, old woman right. who loved her house, like you said? Um, and if it's not, it's not. But it was just, I don't know, it was so scary to even live there. And I can't imagine if that's happening now with the people that live there, what, right. you know, they're thinking in their head. And how long they plan on staying. If it's right. there, it's not going to be long. Because it just... It gets worse. I mean, nothing ever, like, you know, flew right. across the room or anything, but, you know, it was getting to the point where it was getting worse and worse, and I think whatever happened to my husband was the tipping point. Well, I, I'm, I'm a believer that something happened to your husband, um, because you, Me yeah, too. You, you don't, if you don't believe in something, why would you take the time and effort? Yeah. Exactly. And you didn't find no Ouija boards or nothing in the closet? <laughs> No, but my kids always wanted one, and I'm like, no way. And even my 12-year-old and 13-year-old now, they're like, hey, can we get a Ouija board? Not in this house. My wife found mm -mm. a uh, wooden antique oh. uh, Ouija board, uh, and she wouldn't bring it into the house. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wanted, to Would hang you? I wanted to hang it on the wall above the TV. Really? It was cool looking. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I know we were just over at the house the other last summer because our title to our car got mailed over there, and it was the young girl. And she has kids, and I'm like, great, great there's kids there. Yeah, it makes me want to go knock on the door, and uh, I'm I'm just gonna do it one day. And I'll be that weird guy. I'm like, yeah, uh, you know what's going on here? Anything? <laughs> I would tell the other neighbor that you're coming, but then she might warn right. the other neighbor and then, you know, like, yeah, I'm exactly. not answering my door. Crazy <laughs> old Lisa again. Again. No, but we go, we go over to the neighbor's house every, and they're right next door. Every 4th of July, and we sit in the yard and I just stare over there, like waiting for someone right. to come out so I can ask them. Yeah, perfect fire, perfect fireworks location. Yeah. It is actually so... What we used to do is we used to have parties on the 4th of July and the whole neighborhood would come down to our yard and we would sit there, eat food, have a fire, watch fireworks. And then right. it's perfect for us because I just got to close the garage door and right. bring all the food in and go to bed. You know? Yeah, it's crazy. I know. Oh, well, I'm going gonna, uh, gonna to hit the uh, stop button on this record here and uh, got some editing to do okay. now. So, um but, you know, Lisa, thank you for uh, being on the show. Um, thanks for sharing your story. Uh, if I find out any information on that house, I will uh, let you know. I would like to thank today's guests for sharing their story with us. If you have your own story and would like to have it recorded for the podcast, please go to mnghoststories.com forward slash contact and fill out the form. We place ads throughout the podcast to help support us. If you would like to help support us, please go to mnghoststories.com 
forward slash donate. You can find us on Facebook at Minnesota Ghost Stories or on Twitter at MN Ghost Stories.